You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimao of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome to Drinks with Johnny, coming to you on a very special Friday. It's a special Friday for all of us here at Drinks with Johnny. I'm here with my boys, Sam Hawkins and Brandon Lombardo. We are uh, remotely, of course. Uh, I am in Florida. Uh, They are at their homes in Pennsylvania and California. I've got a show tonight, my second show back with Avenged Sevenfold in over five years. We're going to be playing at the Welcome to Rockville in Daytona, Florida. So uh, I'm hanging out in Orlando, actually, right now. I took the family out to the Disney parks the last couple of days. So that's, that's been my week. How about you guys? I got a recording early, so I got some work later today. Uh, you guys are over on the East Coast, so you guys are a little further along. Brandon, uh, what do you got going on today? I just uh, wrapped up some breakfast with Shawnee, doing some chores around the house, working, you know, hustling, grinding. It's fun. It's not as fun as last Friday. Yeah, man. Which it's not. I think we need to talk about. Yeah, yeah no, it's not at all. Do you guys, you, you guys want to start? It will be for do you guys else. want to start about? But yeah. Do you guys want to start? Hold on. Do you guys want to start with uh, Las Vegas? You want to start with Florida? What do you guys want to start with? Let's about? go like in order. Let's start with Vegas. That happened. So let's go there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So last week, obviously, was the first show back uh, for Avenged Sevenfold. We did a surprise kind of kind of surprise. It was like twenty four hour notice before. Um, and we had uh, 3,000 people show up to Area 15 where we had that immersive experience. You guys went to the pop, Punk Rock Museum the next day, right? Or the, that was the, the day It was of. the I day of. We, we had a big show. Day. Yeah, it was busy, man. You guys, had, why don't you guys talk about your day first? Because I think a lot of our listeners already know what happened with me. Oh, well, well I have a lot of questions about your, the prep of that. Yeah. But, yeah. But yeah, no, Punk Rock Museum right at the top. Uh, Brandon and I went, we were scoping out. Uh, we went with Sean Ye. Uh, I dropped off some of my action figures that will maybe be sold there here shortly. Uh, they were super accommodating, you know, Melanie and, and Tolly, aka Nubs and Vincent and, or Vinny from Lesson Jake, who's now doing their store and their CEO, Colin, who actually said he, he worked for Cinderblock and he worked uh, with Avenged back in the day. So I don't know if you ever had contact with him, but man, the place is beautiful. When I walked in, when you think of punk rock and Fat Mike, you kind of think of all over the place, but I don't know why I thought that because, I mean, he runs a very profitable, you know, Fat Records is an iconic label. The guy know what, knows what he's talking about. And uh, the team they have there is great. And while it's structured around a history of chaos, it's so well done and there's just i mean it's beautifully done what do you think brandon no i thought it was cool because they break it down by decade by like region it it was really fucking well laid out like if even if you didn't know punk rock you could kind of walk through there and 
get a sense of the history of punk and appreciate it. There's a lot of dicks too, so that was cool. Like, I definitely <laughs> took a picture of a guitar. You just love the cock. You just I don't love, love the cock, don't you? I don't man? love it. I just think it's funny. I saw you put in all your art, and you put and you, and you love seeing dicks everywhere and other people's art. It's amazing. I just think it's funny. Yeah. He's a dickhead. He's a total dickhead. He's a total dickhead. There was a guitar, and the headstock was a dick. It was hilarious. It was great. That is pretty. But hilarious. it was whose guitar was that? You know, Brandon? It was mine. It was mine. I put it. <laughs> Uh, so I got a funny story to tell you. Well, I saw that video. I saw that video you posted today. Was that you, Sam, that posted on Drinks with Johnny? Yeah, yeah. You like that? The video of the of the museum. I loved it. I loved it. I didn't even. I didn't. I didn't get a chance to get down to the museum while I was in Vegas. There was too much other shit going on. But I plan on making a trip back. I didn't know. I knew that they had a little corner for us or something like that. The crossover corner. We're a part of it as Avengers unfold. And then I saw that you. How did you? Is that video on loop and you just picked it out where where I was? Okay, because I was like, that was that was uh, serendipitous. If you just were filming that and then all of a sudden it's the one shot of me at work to my Mohawk. <laughs> well, I don't. Eighteen years old. It might be. So in that corner, that it's it's also kind of tied to Warp Tour, and it was really random too. Is where they had this Airlock Snowcore tour, which I went to at like nineteen ninety six, and I was like, holy shit, I was there. And then I looked, they had two set lists from Warp Tour, and one of them was the one I went to, and it literally was from San Francisco in like 2003 that I went to. I was like, holy shit, that, I was always wondering what the lineup, lineup was. But a funny story about that video, and you guys can all go to, <laughs> to watch it on our social media. You'll see the they have a, a video a TV with a loop. And at that time, they were playing a set from Avenged Sevenfold from, uh, from Van's Warped Tour. So I'm standing there, and I'm filming, and I'm doing a little loop. And I'm like, oh, this will be good for Drinks with Johnny. And I shut it off. And as soon as I shut it off, there's this dude sitting next to me. He's probably about our age, punk rock guy. And he turns to me, he goes, as soon as I push stop, and he goes, too bad their first three albums were the only good ones, right? <laughs> and I go, uh, I think you're talking to the wrong dude. I got a podcast with this guy. He goes, oh, shit. And I go, and if you don't like that, you're going to hate the new album. Goes, All right. Nice talking to you. And he walks away with his tail between his legs. <laughs> It was priceless. That is hilarious. <laughs> that is hilarious. No, you never know. Maybe maybe he'll come full circle on the new album. You never know. Yeah. He just probably won't listen to it. Is the problem? Yeah, that's <laughs> it. He's, if he's yeah. he's not open. If you, if you got you got three. Yeah, you got four albums in between these. You know, the first three and this one. You know, it's like uh, okay. Oh God, <laughs> this guy's probably given up on us a, a while ago. Yeah, but it's all. But good. it was great. There, I mean, that's what you do. You put music out. I saw like John Feldman's guitar there. I texted him like, "Hey, does this look familiar?" And things like that. And bad cop, bad cop, and and bad religion. There's just so many friends of the show there, and it's it's really great. And uh, I don't know. We were talking maybe uh, some future of a live podcast there. We'll see more to come on that for the listeners. Yeah, that would. I think that would be fantastic. I would love to do something with them. Um, Dude, even not have seen it, but I just all I've seen is videos, of course, of it. Yeah, but it looks so cool. I think it would be. I think it'd be a good fit. What is so, your What is your prep be- on Friday before you uh, headed out to the to the concert? Well, before you do that, you were, I feel like we just cut off. Yeah, Brandon. you did. It's Brandon all right. had something. Yeah. To say. It's all right. No, I was gonna say, <laughs> they had this. But Sam is so good at cutting people off. By the way, it's it's all about so you. amazing. How Should many comments do we get where Johnny Johnny never lets the guests talk? Now it's Sam. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Now I know where it comes from. The show is called Drinks with Johnny, though. <laughs> like I, I, I don't understand why people don't get that. Like, of course, it's about well, me. now. It's I'm bringing, You got to talk. That's I'm bringing interject. a drink into it. I'm bringing a drink into it because they had a bar at the Punk Rock Museum, oh, and yeah. one of the cocktails was 
that was uh, based off of Fletcher, something that Fletcher made. It comes in a fucking Pringles can, uh, and you get Pringles with it. It's wild. That's fucking rad. And it's a, it's that's a tall rad. boy, too. It ain't yeah, like so they, a short stack. They pop it open, and they pour the chips in a basket, and then they use the thing to fill it all the way up. What, what, do you remember what it was? Was it beer and something else? I think. It wasn't. Dude, it was like a cocktail. It was like... Oh, it was, was it? Yeah. It was big. Yeah. Yeah. And it, Dude, and it, I gotta get me one of those. Oh, oh, yeah, we'll definitely have to try it. And then they also have a tattoo parlor there. So if we do a live, uh, there's a, a definitely room for penalties if there's a yeah. game to be played there. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, that's 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 dangerous. I like it. Yeah, I'm in. All right, let's talk about your day, bro. What did you do? Uh, well, I woke up and you know was feeling pretty great. Um, to be honest, I was, I was like, Oh my God, I can't believe this day is here. I've waited five years for this, you know, uh, for all the listeners uh, who are fans of Avenged Sunfold as well. Like uh, as much as you guys were anticipating it to just know that I was feeling the anticipation myself and it means the world to me. Um, and I was just, I just woke up happier than I have in a long time and, uh, I was ready to go. <laughs> and unfortunately a couple hours into my morning, my wife called me and informed me that my my 14 year old dog had passed. So I was dealing with a little bit of emotions there. Um, I had knew that the show must go on as the great, uh, Freddie Mercury once said. And, uh, so, you know, I, I, I tried to get through my day as, as I planned it. You know, I got a, I got a nice massage as I try to do every time before a show to get in prep to just kind of calm the nerves, relax a little bit. Um, get a, get a good workout in, which I just did today as well. And then, um, yeah, uh, got a got a quick little haircut right before headed over to the venue. We were watching the Laker game um, as they were playing the Golden State Warriors, which really sucked because they went on. Uh, our set was there was about eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. I was watching on my phone in the dressing room at Area 15, and I was just like, "Oh, dude, this is gonna fuck with my show. I didn't. I need to know." And then luckily, someone on side stage gave me the thumbs up that the Lakers had won, and I was very happy and was able to finish the set. But yeah, I mean, the, the prep day is. I kind of went back to what I what I knew uh, prep day was uh, five years ago. It was just, you know, wake up, drink tons of water. You know, I do that all this stuff anyway for the most part, work out, get a massage, then, you know, get myself all cleaned up, groomed up. You know, I like to feel good, so I give myself my own little spa day usually, um, as silly as it sounds. I get a pre-show nap in so that I have a, plenty of energy on the stage. Um, yeah, and then just start warming up. Uh, backstage it was really cool this time because we had all uh minus my son uh there was uh cash and river and nikki were out um uh, so it was really fun for for me to like give them a fist bump before i went on stage and they were all in the dressing room talking and stuff and having a good time and hanging out with one another it was a very different dressing room than i remembered with all the kids in it let me put it that way um but it was it was it was really cool in a very different way. And then just as soon as we got on stage, uh, I mean, we were playing a new song with a lot of serious connotation of, of it. Uh, uh, we played "Game Over" for the first time. And no one had heard "Game Over" unless they were they had heard it in the immersive experience. And you could tell no one had heard it because they were just like, "What the fuck am I witnessing right now?" And I couldn't help but smile because I was just like, "Dude, this is just this is just too fun." And this is what this is what I'm supposed to be doing is right here on the stage in front of these people and you know it was 3000 and afterward hung out you know matt hardy and rebby were there uh, that was that was incredible getting to chat with them 
and uh, introduce him to Matt's parents who is, and Matt, who are all uh, big wrestling fans. And uh, they popped pretty hard on that. That was that was fun for me to introduce them. Um, yeah, and uh, I don't know. Then we just went to the casino after that. Me and Brandon stayed up for way too long with Sean Ye <laughs> and a bunch of other people, and just, just it was a bunch of friends and family hanging out at the bar at the center bar there, and uh, it was a lot of fun from what I remember. <laughs> so maybe Brandon might have a better memory because I I was on cloud nine and. Uh, definitely a couple deep yeah a cowboy threw a guy on me you remember that yeah didn't didn't sean like shove the shit out of yeah. him <laughs> and the guy like went flying yeah. i was like and he was not a small guy the dude went flying sean was sean's powerful man i mean I he can break a face yeah, he broke the guy's <laughs> face yeah yeah i guess so you never you never think of it though he knows how to throw his weight around i guess but he fucking shoved this dude the guy went fucking flying and then the security came over and apologized to us yeah. i was like because i didn't see i didn't know what happened i just saw this guy go flying and sean looking pissed and i was like what the fuck <laughs> and it was i just so yeah that was that was pretty wild i just remember like i'm pretty sure it was like 5 30 in the morning and everyone's just like chilling and like calming down and then Johnny walks over from the bar with fucking four tall beers and four, <laughs> like, uh, I think old fashions. And everyone's like, hey, what the fuck, man? <laughs> like, it's, we're, we're chilling now. Like, it's all good. <laughs> it's bedtime. <laughs> no. I was partying, bro. Like, that was, I was, I, that was all for me, too. That was the part you left out, Brandon. <laughs> I wasn't sharing. That was all for me. <laughs> Wow, I, I'm kind of glad I went home. No offense, I I love it, but I did have to drive home yeah. at seven. <laughs> when you left, yeah, when you left at Area 15, I was like, I knew you had to leave early the next day anyway. But I, I, I was like, oh, we're going to to the hotel, and you're like, oh, okay, cool. And then I never saw you at the hotel. I was like, where the fuck did you go? <laughs> also, in, in your defense, I did hang out at Area 15 for a little while. Yeah. I was hanging out with Brian and, and everything. We didn't get over. We didn't even get over to the hotel till after eleven. You you missed like the it was like midnight. We watched Little Miss Nasty. That shit was wild. Oh, uh, I I was able to watch it. So that, that's funny. I got to watch a little uh, Little Miss Nasty from the window. Uh, our dressing room had a window that looked down onto that immersive experience. Gotcha. Uh, um, that that is the the burlesque show. Yeah. Let me tell you, it was awesome to watch before I, while I was warming up uh, and. It was really funny because there was a couple graphic parts, and as I said, there was kids in our dressing room, and they got they got a, they got a show oh, yeah. at a, at the young tender ages of nine years old. It was pretty oh, weird. Yeah. And let me say, an unnamed friend of the show gave us some magic uh, candy bars that made that show fucking insane. Ooh. Yep. All right. All right. <laughs> Did you do that before? I didn't know well, that. Before, you... right? Right before, like right after the show, going into oh. the after party. Yeah. Oh. Fun times. A friend of the show. I'm gonna have to ask who that was. After obviously, you don't want to say on the air. I, so. I'll, I'll call that's him. Interesting. I don't give a fuck, but, but yeah, it's <laughs> he probably wanted. Yeah, he wouldn't want to. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> and we we try to be nice to our guests here at Drinks. He wasn't really a guest. He was someone we were with all night. So. Uh, oh. Okay. Uh, okay. I got gotcha. you. Uh, okay. Dude, I gotta say, man, the crowd was awesome. So we were up at an upper part. And Brandon and I, so wait, before I go into that, the crowd, uh, let's start at the top. So you play game over. Matt comes out with a mask. I didn't know nope. that that's a thing or thing. And that was actually very dope and different yeah. as you guys always do. Was that, I mean, I'm sure it's something Matt had in his head that he came out for that. Or is yeah. that a new merch thing that's coming out? Uh, 
wouldn't. It's both. And Matt Matt wanted to do wanted to do a ski mask anyway, um, and then and he had the idea. He's like, I want to come out uh, to our shows, especially the first several back, and I'm going to be wearing a a, ma- uh, a ski mask for uh, for the first song or, or so. And then it kind of developed into this whole thing. And then uh, I think he had, he he and Zach had the idea to start selling those. I believe is how it is. genius. I'm not. I'm I'm a little hazy on how it all played out, but yes, all those things is. It was very intentional. Like, yeah, it, it was the it was the look. It's the, it is the one uh, the we love you mask that we sell um, currently. So yeah, that's I think you can get it online at A7X World. Um, but if you can't, you got to go to a show. I know we sell them at the shows for sure. Well, I tell you, he, it was cool. He also mentioned someone tried to give him some glasses, and he goes, "I'm leaving the shades behind." So new yeah. new era, right? Yeah, like yeah that it. was cool. New look, new look. That was cool. Yeah, dude, I gotta. I don't know how long that's gonna last though, because he was ta- he was complaining about the lights a couple of times. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. He's not used <laughs> like, to it. You do this. Couple I was like, dude, that's yeah. funny. I didn't even think about that. I didn't think of, he's either gonna have to get used to it or he's gonna go back to the shades. We'll find out tonight, I guess. Because I'm like, dude, you can't control the lights at the festivals. Like, yeah. That's the, they're, yeah. And I've 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 done both glasses and uh, non non wearing my entire career. So it's like I'm like I know the I know what the difference is. And if he but he's been like strictly glasses for so long now it's like i uh, it's going to be interesting to see how he how he adjusts i, I like how you do the shirt change like you do outfit yeah. changes, which is a lot of fun and I mean, adds to the performance you didn't you, it's so funny to me that you guys like didn't know that i guess well you it's been seen how many while, years yeah i do that all the i've time. never seen you play yeah, i do i do i always do that that's funny yeah, yeah brandon let's get brandon's yeah. take on all this because he's never seen an avenge hey show. man every one of the jams i wanted to hear so that was like great but what blew me away was when you guys played "We Love You" and that fucking bass kicked in. Holy shit, eight oh eight! We looked at each other. And we both like we're like, "Whoa, dude! Like this is a new era of event." Yeah, you fill it in your chest, <laughs> and it was like parties on, and the crowd, crowd ate went it nuts, up, dude. Went nuts, <laughs> yeah. dude. Tonight that shit's gonna. And that when that song was dropped. Yeah, it'll be even it'll be even crazier tonight. We got a bigger show, bigger thing, and the song's been out for a uh, little over a week yeah. now. So I mean that that song came out the night before when we announced everything. Yeah. The date, the night before, and people knew so it. Not not everyone, but heard people it. knew it. Yeah, not everyone though. Bro, I, yeah, yeah, for sure. A lot of that crowd knew the song. Oh, for yeah. sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I I was I was happy with the reaction on on the new songs for sure. And then nobody. That was our first time ever playing nobody. First time playing those three songs, obviously. Yeah. Um. And I was, it was just so much fun to play those songs. Like I love the crowd reactions, but for me, it was also just like, I have to be a little selfish on the, on these first few shows. And it was like, for me, this is just, this is making it fun for me right yeah. now. Like I love playing these new songs. Like this is so great. It, it was awesome. But then when you close with little piece of heaven, dude, you had everyone up on that fucking balcony, just like belting it out. It was an emotional moment. It really was. Brandon, I were you oh, teary eyed, so Brandon? Because I looked bit. at you and you looked bit. like you were emotional. You were like that. Yeah. And and that song, looking around, you're right, Brandon. Everyone was moving because even it like was. my friend Bubba, who was with us, he's not you know well versed in Avenge, and he's just, he had a great time. He said it was really cool. The crowd. He was commenting on how amazing your fans and crowd is, but that song got everyone he was moving everyone was moving that song fucking hits and i was curious because you, you usually end previous ones with um the song before unholy uh, confession unholy mm-hmm. so when you had a stop no we've how, always how we've that? always done a unholy 
Unholy is always the last regular set, and then we do an encore, and that's usually something a little bit bigger, like a little piece of heaven or something. I mean, sonically bigger and like a little piece of heaven or something like that. But uh, we're—I mean—we're switching everything up. I mean, that, I mean as you as you said, it's we're we're giving a, a facelift on everything, really. I mean, that's the that's the whole idea. We don't want to come back out and be like, "Hey, we're still Avenged Sevenfold. We're the same bands." Like, yeah, we are, but we're also five years older we we have uh, we've grown both in age obviously and artistically you know like like anybody else we're just growing artistically and we want to and we want to switch things up and and challenge our audience and it's super fun to do and our audience is great because they like the challenge obviously they've been with us for coming up on 25 years here pretty soon so i think they get it um and they they want to be challenged and we love challenging them so like we're gonna keep mess we're gonna keep pushing the bars you know that's what we do Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey, and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, make sure you're subscribed and leave us a five-star review. If you want to listen to this show ad-free, head over to drinkswithjohnny.com and become a premium member. You'll get to enjoy unreleased clips from your favorite guests, discounts on merchandise in our shop, and access to our private Discord server where you can chat one-on-one with Johnny Christ himself. Awesome! So stay tuned, stay thirsty, and stay filthy as fuck. Hello, Tom May here, host of Future Friday. I've spent the last 15 years on the road with my band, The Menzingers, where I've met all kinds of wild and fascinating people. So I started a podcast. On Future Friday, I talked to fellow musicians about the moments that made them, their passions outside of music, and the curiosities that tie us all together. I've also talked to the likes of UFO researchers, magicians, soldiers, and documentary filmmakers, and I'm constantly searching for folks that can shape and change our view of the world. You can check out Future Friday wherever you like. It was interesting. I listened to you and our buddy Dewey and you guys talked about the fractals and, and the new setup of what happens in the mm-hmm. middle. So I was really curious if what was going to happen because, you know, not knowing what your set was going to be. And then so the listeners at home know uh, towards the end of Unholy Confessions, they had to stop the show. There was someone in the audience avenged you guys, to your credit, oh, yeah. do a great job of making sure everybody's safe and having a good time. You stopped until it was all done. And then I was like, oh, well, how are they going to pick up the pieces? Luckily, it was towards the end of the song. Um, but. Oh yeah, we would. That one's not. That one doesn't have any backing tracks that were on on a click to or anything like that. So we could have started the song back up. But the reason why we, we, there was a curfew, we'd already pushed the show back. There's a noise curfew oh. at the venue because it was outdoor. Gotcha. So um, which we have a noise cur- curfew, and that's common. They have noise curfews at, at all these things. Uh, even in Daytona, you know, eighty thousand people, and the noise curfew is at eleven. It's it's. I, I don't know why it's always eleven, but it seems to. Or no, it's. A, Tonight, I think it's 12, actually, but whatever. Um, neither here nor there. So there was a noise curfew, that we and we were we were coming up on 
on the timing of that, I, I believe. So yeah, I guess, I guess <laughs> that contradicts my earlier time of when I got to the hotel because we didn't get off stage till about eleven. So I didn't get over there till probably one. No, I, yeah, I said <laughs> I said goodbye to you at eleven thirty. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get over that till about one. Shit, man, that that puts a new perspective on why it was still light outside when I got to my Dude. room. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's hard when you're in those Vegas casinos. You can't see outside. You don't know what time it is. I'm not checking my phone when I'm hanging out with my boys. You know, yeah. like that's 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 not happening. That was a rad yeah. casino and girls. too. Though. There was girls. That was, like, that was a brand new one, right? What's up? Where'd you guys go? Yeah, it's uh, the yeah. Resort World. Oh, I don't even know that one. Interesting. Well, it's it's three hotels in one. That's why they call it Resort World. Oh, okay. And we were at the the whatever the fanciest one is supposed to be. Oh, is what I was told. What hotel are you at tonight, John? What I, city? What room? <laughs> I'm actually far from the venue. That's where. That's why I'm a little pressed on time. I gotta. We're leaving here in a few hours uh, to get to the venue. Actually, I got some time because I still got. I'm getting my massage here. I, I'm leaving in about five hours to go to the venue because it's an hour and a half away. Oh, shit. Um, I'm in Orlando, like I said. The last two days, I hit all four Disney parks. Nice. Oh, yeah. I'm a fucking super dad. I'm a super dad, all right? I came out here for a show for 80,000 people, and I took my wife and kid to all four Disney parks. Last night, uh, Brian brought his family and met us at the Magic Kingdom, which was the last of the four that we went to. Um, Those parks, dude, I went on two of the most insane rides, three of the most insane rides I've ever been on. I'm not a big thrill-seeking riding ride guy, and these rides were fucking incredible. For Which me. ones? Like, uh, I, I have to talk about. So the Avatar one is at Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom is awesome. It has a safari ride, too. They're taking care of animals over there, so it's a zoo and a theme oh, park. Wow. Rad. I highly recommend it. Um, and they have a Pandora uh, Avatar world, and in there they have a couple of rides. We went on both. The water ride was cool to look at, but it was like for little kids. And then this other one was like a virtual, like one of those virtual ones. But you're in a wall and you're like sitting on this like almost motorcycle thing. It straps you in. You wear these goggles and it like you actually feel like like the idea is that you become an avatar. And I swear to God, you're looking in front of this thing that looks metal. It's probably plastic. Everything goes dark and then you and then you open up and all of a sudden you're in Pandora. Like it was, I don't know how they did it. It was fucking incredible. The technology on it was fucking incredible. The way it moved, it wasn't like the typical ones. You know what I mean? Like I looked around a bit because I was like getting too immersed in it, to be honest. I looked around a lot and I saw all the people. You're in a wall just staring at this gigantic screen and the whole, and all of us are moving in these crazy ways. It was technologically insane to me. So that's why I got to talk about that one. And then the other one, we went on this one called Mount Everest brought frankie he was barely tall enough and we're like oh it's a disneyland right it's not gonna be that crazy holy shit dude like we went it takes you up to like the highest point of this you know fake mountain or whatever and then you go up even higher and it looks like the tracks are broken and you're just fucking sitting there hanging and then all of a sudden it starts going backwards and then it starts going faster backwards and then like you're going and then a whole bunch of shit happens at at one point you're going backwards in a loop-de-loop oh god and I'm I'm there with my six year old son, by the and way. And you're next to aren't you scared son. of heights? I'm terrified of heights. <laughs> like a nightmare for you. <laughs> it was in a, great in a lot of respects, but it was super yeah. fun. It was super fun though too. And then like and then there's a drop that like at towards the end there was just this massive drop that I wasn't ready for. And like uh, be again being scared of heights, I was like, holy shit. 
And I look over, and then, you know, I look over, and Frankie's eyes are just bugging out, and he was like, that was awesome. I'm like, I'm screwed. He's a thrill seeker. I'm screwed. Because <laughs> um, he's six, dude, and he went on, like, the most insane Disney ride I've ever been on, and he was loving it. Now, the last one, which is the fucking best one I'm going to talk about, was the new Guardians of the Galaxy at Epcot Center. It's where we went the second the second uh, park of the, of the day, same day. We go on Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. It kind of looks like it's going to be like Space Mountain-y, whatever. It was like Space Mountain on fucking steroids. The, the carts actually spin around 360. There's holograms in the room, and the music is playing. It's fucking awesome. There's holograms in the room, so you're spinning around the planets that are all hologrammed out. You're going backwards. You're doing everything. It was fucking awesome. And the technology in there, too, all the screens, all the all the... Everything in there was like top fucking notch. Like, I swear to God, uh, during the pandemic when they had to shut shit down in different places, they thought up the craziest, cool stuff uh, for these new rides at these at these theme parks. Because it's like, I I've never. I'm again. I understand. I'm not a big roller coaster guy, so take that for what it is. But I've never been on anything like those three rides. Like they were. They were next level. Cool. I haven't heard about any of those. So it's it's great that you're talking about like I didn't even know they had Avatar rides over there. And it, that's really cool. Yeah, it, you have to go to, there. There's this is what I learned about Disney World is that there's four different parks and they're all gigantic. So we did a lot of walking. <laughs> it was crazy. And it's hot. It's fucking hot in Orlando right now. Um, so it was it was pretty gnarly. But, you know, luckily they, they did have places. Almost every cart had, you know, water and you could get it for free, too. But we buy our bottled water and I would grab a beer. I was just like, I need an ice cold beer right now. You know, <laughs> about halfway through, it was it was pretty, it was pretty wild. But um, yeah, so they have the four different parks, and there's rides at every single park. Um, the only one that was like kind, it was still really cool for Frankie. But like Hollywood Studios, I would say if you're going for rides and stuff like that, you you can you can you can miss out on that one and still be fine. Well, they they don't um, even Magic film stuff there, is, right? So it's not like the Hollywood. It- Universal Studios were well. I mean, they do have they do have the original Tower of Terror, which was sick and is different than the one we have at home oh. in, in Southern California. I do recommend that ride. That was cool. It actually that box that you're in actually moves around and does like a little tour of the hotel first, oh. and then and then it takes you to the spot where it picks you up and drops you and picks you up and drops you like an elevator. That's cool. It, and it's all Twilight Zone, which I lo- uh, I, I dug. I dug. It was all Twilight. That's Zone. rad. So that was that was a sick ride. That, I actually I take the I take it back. You got to go to Hollywood Studios. Go to all the fucking parks. There's something there's something at every park. I don't know why why I tried to fake the funk on that. No, it was really fun and having the family out. Uh, let's let's bring it back to the show tonight. Um, because having the family out that was the whole point. I got my I got my show in Florida. It's the first you know big show uh, festival of eighty thousand. We went from our three thousand last week. Now we're jumping into eighty thousand for the first time in five years tonight. And my son has no recollection of any of the shows that he's ever seen. Uh, my wife hasn't seen me play in a long time either. So we decided uh, months ago when we knew that this was coming up that we were going to make a, a family vacation out of it. Show Frankie what uh, what dad really does. He's not just a podcaster and stay at home dad. Uh, he <laughs> he write, you know he does some he does some some pretty fun stuff. And I you know I'm super. Pr- I I said in another interview I'm just super proud of my son um, and everything that he does. And I want him to feel that. Uh, that proudness for me as well. And I just want him to see, see all that. And I think it'd be really cool for him. It'd be a really cool family moment. So that's why we peppered it in with like this whole, we're going to be an hour and a half away from the show. Let's, let's go take him to Disney world. And I've, I haven't been to Disney world in years. Uh, I, and I only used to go to Epcot for the drinking, 
So <laughs> to go there tour and the world. ride rides and stuff. <laughs> the tour of the world is like the best thing ever. When we used to come here and play Orlando, I would, if we had a day off, I would always go to Epcot and just start on one end and end up on the other and make sure I got a drink, at least one drink in every world. It was super fun. I was a lot younger then too. But um, yeah, now it was all about the kid, which was, which was fucking awesome. It, it made me do stuff that I usually wouldn't do um, at the parks. And uh, so yeah, family vacation, they're they're here in the other room right now. I'm, I'm in the hotel, you know. I gotta gotta start getting ready for everything. Are, you, but, uh, is, yeah, are they gonna a, see a, a cameo of Frankie maybe like uh, at the other show, or is it not gonna? Is it gonna be different at the festival? You know, I don't know. That was something that um, that Matt. I didn't know that uh, uh, Cash and River were gonna be up on stage um, until they were because you know, he had a shirt that he uh, River got all of us to sign before and wanted to throw it out into the into the crowd. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was cool. And he was like, Oh, I'm going to bring them on. And I was like, cool, man. That's fucking, that's awesome. Um, so I don't know if I, I mean, Frankie will probably be on side stage for part of it. So you'll be able to see him if you're there, you wave to him. He probably won't wave back. Cause he's probably going to be like really overloaded with stuff, but yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it's, it's going to be different uh, for sure. I mean, that was more of an intimate show. So I think that's why we, you know, the kids got to get on stage and stuff. I think, yeah i I gotta imagine i mean it's a bigger stage it's it's higher up there like i i don't know we'll see we'll see what happens we're just gonna you know we're gonna fly by the seat of our pants as we usually do and and have a good time not on everything but the the fun will be by the seat of our pants we know what we know everything else going on i hope Lacey records them during nightmare because i was showing my kids the crowd you know when you guys have them and everyone says you're a fucking nightmare and it's it's just like a beautiful thing to see just a crowd in unison yell that and i show my kids because obviously that's their favorite song of your guys's and you know my son and my daughter both like totally ate it up like that's pretty cool because they i mean charlotte's first concert was seeing you guys at the palladium but she was like three years old so there's a lot different setting and things yeah, like that that was for that was for hail to the king i remember yeah. that I remember she was backstage. I got to say hi to her before I went on yeah. stage. Yeah. Oh, cool. she remembers that. Yeah, that, was, that that's was very important to her, and I appreciate that greatly. That yeah. that's important to me too. That's that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. That that was the that was the underplay for Hail to the King. Yeah. It was the Palladium show. We we had it. Yeah. We wanted to do. That was the release party for the album, actually. So yeah, that was fun. Corn was backstage too. They they showed up and watched half your set. I don't know if you know that, or I'm sure you got wind of that. Um, I, I'm sure I said hi to him. I don't. I don't remember everything about the night. You know. Well, <laughs> and I, I yeah. yeah. <laughs> Piggy, I, th- I think Piggy's. I'm, sure, I'm sure I said hi to him. I don't think they were there when Who you is? got off stage. If they did, you saw him in the back. Um, they ended up leaving oh. uh, towards the end. Um, oh, that's why I don't remember it. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Did you go to Sick New World, guys? I know that there. I uh, oh Brandon. Brandon went to Sick New World. I had to go home because as I said before, my dog had just died. Oh, so you went as early. As soon as my show was done, I I went home to console the family. There's nothing you can do other than, you know Just be there. You know, let them know. Yeah. You know, just be there for the for, for the wife and kid. You know? I, uh, yeah, that's hard. I made it to Sick New World, but I was sick because <laughs> I explored a new world with Johnny the night before until <laughs> six in the morning. <laughs> it was a dude. Don't blame that shit on Bro, me. it was it was a hot day. And it was a lot of walking yeah. around in direct sunlight. I don't remember a lot. I was, it was a blur for real. Um, and then I had to catch a flight yeah. home. I saw I saw some cool stuff. I know Matt went. Yeah. I know Matt went. Yeah. Dude, I want that 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 actually takes me to something I wanted to talk to you about, Sam and Brandon too. Like the hundred gex set, I guess went off. Matt was talking hell about that. Bro, it was yeah. fucking wild. I did catch that. They're great. They're really? so good. They're so gex. good, man. Dude, is it just them or do they have, have you listened band? to that, Sam? 
It was just those two. It's just them. It's just, it's just that is the band. Yeah. It's just it's just those two. So, Sam, I know you don't know enough about 100 Gex, but there's three bands that I have been listening to um, nonstop, and the, it's the only music I've been listening to, and I'm not even exaggerating. It's 100 Gex, one thousand percent and i really would like if you could find a contact and we got to get them i want to talk to them it on the show off the show whatever i prefer it on the show but whatever i want to i want to talk to these guys about how they create the the music that they have because it's it's next level cool it's very inspired it's very inspiring for me to hear a new band do something like that it's it's really cool um so that's 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 one um White Reaper. Have you got Brandon or Sam? Have you guys listened to White no, Reaper? No, but I see their name popping up everywhere. They're on a lot Dude, of they're on a lot of You've got to go listen to their latest record. I know they have other records. I haven't I haven't done too much of a, a dive into their ca- catalog, but their newest record is so fucking good. It's 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 some ways a throwback, but then it's different and they're they're just a rock band. Okay. You know what I mean? And and at times it sounds they have riffs that sound like something off of Metallica's Kill Em All and then there's other times where I hear like Thin Lizzy or Early Kiss hmm. and then but the melodies are all good and the and the recording is so good this is another thing I want to talk to these two bands about is they're uh, they obviously are conscious of the mastering like we are like when you put on their on their songs or their albums, it, the volume is a lo- little bit lower, and that's so that they don't peak out what they've actually recorded, which means they recorded something really fucking well. And I love that, and I love that they they're you know for the longest time the, the industry standard was to put everything up to ten. And it's like, dude, but that doesn't that fucks with the dynamics of 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 the mix that you spent so much time doing. So. We can get on into all that technical shit, but I just want to bring that to both of you guys' attentions that those two bands. We need to talk to, and would love to have them on the show. So, if any also, if anyone's out there listening, hit us and has some, you know, third party contact to either of those artists. Just fucking hit us up, DM us, hit us up on Twitter, whatever, because that would be that would be huge for me. I'm I'm just such a big fan for the last like month or two. I've just been listening to them nonstop, and then I'll throw in my boys of of the Dirty Heads with Midnight Control. That <sighs> that album is so fucking good that i could get i'm gonna yeah. hit I'll, I'll text jared i want to have him back on the show but i was thinking maybe we could find a cool way to have them back on the show because they've been on twice already mm-hmm. and maybe you could bring in some of the other guys uh maybe john john and a couple of the other dudes um would want to come on as well maybe we get the whole fucking band on i don't know i think that'd be really cool so midnight control is a is like two families it's the new one because right they released a second Midnight Control Two is an EP. It's like a. It's it's got like three or four songs on it. I just listened to that for the first time the other day, and I texted Jared like that Lennon song was straight fire. Like, and he said he's all, dude, that was supposed to be for a solo project. He's all, but it was too good. I wanted to put it with Dirty Heads. So, nice. Yeah, I'd love to talk to him about that too. So yeah, like I was texting with Jared yesterday. Like, we're gonna do a vinyl swap and and a merch swap because I wanna I wanna rep some stuff, and he wants to rep some stuff when we're both out in the summer and different. You know, obviously we'll be in different festivals and different shows, but we're gonna we'll both be out in the summer, so maybe we could have them come out, come come talk about all that stuff. I'm a huge Dirty Heads fan, and I'm a later fan. I think in the last you know two years or whatever. But uh, when I heard on the radio they've been on K Rock, they've been playing it, and I it just came up, and I turned to the family, I was like, oh fuck, they got a new one. I got to check this out. So I'm glad you reminded me because uh, I've never actually. I know I don't think I've ever really crossed paths. I'm sure they've been at one of your Halloween parties or whatever, but. I I don't think I've actually bumped into them. Oh man, you you you'd love them. You love Jared and Duddy and John John and the whole crew. I I 
I know those three the 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 are the ones I know the most, but I've met all the guys, of course. Watching you uh, three together is fun band. too. You guys obviously have that friend yeah, yeah. We've been friends. We've been friends forever. We've been like they're 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 Huntington boys. We they went to Marina. They were a few years ahead oh. of me, but they went to Marina. So we have like the same cut from the same cloth, so to speak. Um but yeah, it was love those dudes. Uh, love to have them on anytime, but I, I even told Jared, I was like, dude, I like all of your stuff. I, I pretty much love all their stuff, at least love all your hits. This album is by far to me your best. Yeah. And he, he agreed. He was like, I'm very honest about my stuff. He's all, we're, we're, we were firing on, on all cylinders on that one. I was like, dude, it, it it's shows. so good. That's, that's a great record. Have you heard it, Brandon? You, I have heard it. No. You have? Oh, check it out. I got to check that out and I got to check out White Reaper because those two sound great and you guys are talking them up so much. So, well, White Reaper, I'm going to check out today. I've never Dude. heard You'd heard about them, Brandon, just on social? You haven't listened to them? I heard about them. I've seen them on a lot of the festival like ad mats, but I haven't heard them. But no. they're incredible. Got to check them out. Incredible. I was just listening. This is what literally what I what my morning has been so far. Day of show in day, uh, for Daytona Rockville. Woke up and uh, had my cup of coffee. Got down to the gym, hopped on the this elliptical stair stepper thing that they got here, um, and I threw on a hundred gex, hundred gex album. Oh, that's another guy we got to get on the show. Have you guys ever, when you're listening to an album on Apple, uh, after the album stops, it starts playing something that you may like? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, right after a hundred gex today, I wasn't paying attention that it was the end of the record and jpeg mafia came oh up. no shit so i listened to a jpeg mafia nice. song so it, obviously there was a correlation like whatever there's a crossover and whatever song i heard was really really good yeah. like i was like whoa jpeg's good i only know him as as a buddy who's been over to my house with darby and stuff i just know him as the guy i gotta start listening to his stuff having sex in your <laughs> <laughs> no nah, bro he's on tour right now with danny brown they're they're fucking killing it yeah, dude, that's so. We got it. We'll get JPEG on too. That's that's an easy that's an easy call. I talked to him last time I saw him in January. Um, I want to talk to him about the last time he was at my house. If if he'll talk, if he if he'll speak freely about that. But uh, yeah, uh, that was that guy. I was I was like, dude, I gotta give this guy some more some more looks because that yeah, the song I heard was like a little a little Kendrick, a little a little little Lamar on it. You know, I was like, dude, this is this is some solid You're shit. Doing something like, different. I, I really dig yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, and um, so anyways, uh, so then I that song came on and I was like, and I was still on the elliptical, um, and then I was like, what am I gonna listen to now? Well, and it's gonna it's either gonna be Dirty Heads or White Reaper. So I put on White White Reaper and I was listening to it again and I was just like, damn, this is so good. And then I came back in a, in a in a hurry. Realized I didn't bring all my real equipment today uh, to, to film this show. <laughs> when I left my house on Tuesday, apparently I, I, I forgot some stuff that I needed to pack to, to do this. So sorry for all you who are watching this on YouTube right now and, and, the, and that quality is shitty. And uh, if you're listening, I've, I've, I've done my best to clean it up. So I hope, <laughs> I hope you're digging it. <laughs> but yeah, so that's why I'm also like just all sweaty and looking like crap because I just got, I just got done at the gym and I didn't know we were going to film this. And then Sam was like, oh, we should film it. A uh, little backstory to this episode for you guys. And then now, I'm going to go eat, get a massage, and get ready for my first festival in over five years. Dude, I'm excited for you. I know we're all proud of you, and it's just fun to see this point in Thank life. You. It's a nightmare scheduling things, but I am happy to have that problem because, <laughs> dude, you've just been so much happier. Just excitement and things like that. Brandon, I don't know if you, you felt it too with him. It's just like, you can definitely see... He's in a good spot right now, and this is definitely your uh, 
your arena to shine, man. I, so. I got to agree, man. Like I said. <laughs> Was that pun intended? We, we talked about it on a, an earlier episode. I never saw or met Rockstar Johnny. So this is the fun version of you. I like it. I like the energy <laughs> you bring to the table. I don't like that. That's such a such a funny yeah, term, Rockstar. So I, I don't get it. I don't corporate came. That was a bad name too. So you know. <laughs> brought it back to wrestling. Yeah. I love it. Which, by the way, we're gonna be talking to Darby soon too. All you listeners, we're, we got to talk to him about his four pillars match coming up. He's down to come on the show, and he's got a he's got another another little fun project he's doing. He wants to talk about too. So we're gonna have Darby on very soon. I just got to get the scheduling going. So just uh, get everybody excited for that. Fun, yeah, man. Well, I, I like that you, All right, you guys. named some good bands. It's very eclectic. Everybody look forward to hopefully a little more eclectic season. Our tastes are all over the place. You heard Johnny right there. I mean, those three bands are all over Completely the place. Different. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for the for people to discover. We, we, we have a, a takeover on Octane coming too, I think. And uh I, I gotta pick. I gotta record and pick some songs that uh, that I that I want to play on there. So that's gonna be fun for the Octane listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, all right, man. Well, thanks, thanks, guys. Thanks for uh, taking the time with me today. Why am I thanking you? You're the co-host. I just did it like you're as if you're a fucking yeah. guest. Oh, one um, clear up before we go. Those in the audience at yep. the event show last Friday, that was not Jelly Roll up on the deck. It was Shania. There was literally a people who literally. <laughs> Did people think that it was yeah. Jelly Roll? People were taking pictures. Yeah. No, <laughs> that is fantastic. Yeah. That is fantastic. Ah, <laughs> oh, that makes me so happy. Thank you for that. I had no idea. That that is so great. Ah, <laughs> oh, Chanye is Jelly Roll. No, they're the same person. They, I'm convinced now that they're the same they person. Might be, man. It might be. <laughs> Sorry, now I'll let you do your closing. <laughs> no, man, that was great. That was that was great. All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. We'll see you guys uh, when we see you, I guess, or you know, fuck off next time. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm gonna go get ready for a show now, and uh, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And to anyone listening on the way to Daytona for the show tonight, can't wait to see you out there. Gonna be a great time. And uh, thanks for coming. Till next time, as always. Cheers. Hey everyone, this is Tuck from Fit for a King, an off-road minivan. Every week I bring you fun interviews alongside your favorite metalcore entertainers with my new podcast, Get Tucked. Join me every Monday with bands like Counterparts, Crystal Lake, like Moths to Flames, and many more. We play unsigned and undiscovered bands, deep dive into each artist's history, and of course provide the greatest breakdowns in current metalcore. Tune in to Get Tucked every Monday, out now through Sound Talent Media. Hey, this is Steve Choi, host of the Musicians Guild podcast, part of the Sound Talent Media podcast network. Within the four walls of the Musicians Guild, we'll be discussing the habits, idiosyncrasies, experiences, and general psychology of my friends and peers all involved with music in various capacities. Listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com.